Jake, welcome back to a very special episode of the Nutmeg Boys. Very special. Uh, you want to go ahead and let the audience know why this episode is special? Because we're hungover again, David. I'm actually not too hungover. I drank a liquid IV at about 2 a.m. last night. So did I, but my body is not happy with me. Hmm. I'm classically hungover. I'm not the worst I've been, but I'm hungover. So that actually wasn't the answer I was looking for. Uh, because today, Jake, is a Sunday. And mm. normally... We record on Wednesdays. That makes this a bonus episode. Nice. Yeah. And we'll title it as such. You know, it'll be a little bit outside of the confines of it'll the be, episode. It'll be something like bonus episode dash, and then we'll think of a name throughout. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the important thing to note here is to set some expectations. This episode and these future bonus episodes are going to be shorter. It's a quick, bite-sized, 20 to 30 minute. Well, we really don't know how long this is going to go, to be Yeah, it's honest. funny for you to claim that at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, but notably, we're not drinking. In fact, I'm drinking a protein shake, Jake. Ugh, I just chugged a 28-fluid-ounce thing of water. Uh, are you okay, man? You're wearing, like, a lot of clothes. You're wearing a scarf, gloves, and a full winter I'm, jacket. I'm freezing, too. What's up with you? I don't know, dude. My Is body... your circulation not great? I think I'm just hungover, and my body doesn't know what to do. Huh. Interesting. You're not, like... Your, like, blood isn't being diverted anymore. Oh, my God, right? wait. I have the shakes. Okay. I have the hangover shakes. Isn't that a sign of alcohol withdrawal? No. no. I mean, maybe. Google. You want me to Google it for you? Yeah. I think that you, maybe you haven't been hungover in a month, and your body doesn't really know what to do with itself. <laughs> All right, let's get to the point here, Jake. I'll look that up for you. Uh, but what I want to do with these bonus episodes... Yeah, moment. I'll look it up as we talk, okay? These bonus episodes are a little snack, a little bite-sized Nutmeg Boys snack, mm-hmm. where we... Hey, folks, I'm just bleeping out a, a pretty crass joke that Jake made, so uh, this is the bleep. Carry on. Jake, come on, dude. I'm allergic to nuts. You know that. Uh, but I gave you the letter P, is that right? Mm-hmm. And you gave me the letter B. The task was we each find a topic we want to teach the other person about. And then yeah. we take a quick little couple minutes each and to talk about it. Yeah, a little fun fact, a little learn something new. <laughs> You're not going to like mine. <laughs> really? You, you, I think, are going to love mine. <laughs> Before we jump into that, though, I do want to say to those wondering, I passed my FSOT uh, yesterday. Jake did, in fact, pass his FSOT. Friday. Uh, you got any fun stories from the FSI while I look up if uh, the shakes are a sign of alcohol withdrawal? <laughs> Am I addicted? Um, yeah. Uh, it was very fun because it was like in a testing facility and everyone there was like really high key and high strung on taking the test. Um, my other participants were a little bit older than me, but someone left the door jar and people were like talking in the hallway and like immediately it was a jar for like a max 20 seconds. Um, they started being like, excuse me, can you close the door? It's a little loud outside. And it's like, you know, the, the poor test people are like on their lunch break and it just left the door open for a second. So in, in, I, when you originally told me that story, I thought these people are nerds. They have no patience. What a bad group of people to go into the foreign services. Mm-hmm. Also, you just playing with the little toys over there making yeah, noise? Yeah, it's a bonus episode. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> but in their defense, they're taking a test that they can only take once a year. I bet they're high strung. Stop making... Bonus episode. Bonus episode. No rules apply. <laughs> All rules of audio recording and audio quality go out yeah, the window yeah. on the bonus episode. We're going to get it behind, you know, Patreon. It's whatever. I'm just saying cut them some slack. I bet they were nervous, you know. Tensions were high in that room. It's just, it, was, it wasn't like, excuse me, can you close the door? It was like, excuse It was very hmm. abrupt and loud. 
people do associate tremors or shaking with alcohol withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out that it's a, it's a reflective of a change in your nervous system. Uh, but it also mm-hmm. is just, you know, when you're dehydrated and hungover. So okay. n- nothing really to worry about. Okay. Where it said dehydrated. Where did it say that? So I'm good. <laughs> what? what are you asking? <laughs> uh, low blood sugar. Have you had any sugar today? Haven't had any. Huh. This is boring. I'm, you know, I shouldn't have asked you to look that up. I mean, I feel like you knew the answer. Going I did. In, right? Yeah. I thought there'd be like a fun little tidbit that goes with it. The only fun facts we're dishing out today start with the letters P and B, respectively. And what is our fun fact for letter B? You want me to go first? Yeah. Jake, you gave me the letter B, and my mind immediately jumped to bomb. Wow. Okay. Are we going to get censored? I can't talk about stuff like this if I'm going to be on the State Department. Let's face the facts. This wasn't anything that we had any contribution in. I don't think it's bad to talk about. Mm-hmm. In August of 1945, a bomb was dropped on Hiroshima <laughs> by the United States. Whoa! It's just a fact. If Danger I'm, zone. If I'm the one, no, if I'm the one telling you this, sorry, Jake, but read a book. You, you took it. You took a history test this weekend. You mm. should know that that's just something that happened. Okay, it's something that happened. I want to talk to you about bomb-proof trees. Phew. Are you familiar with the ginkgo trees of Tokyo? I am not, Jake. This was a rabbit hole. Horse of relief. <laughs> flew through what did you, you think? I was going to talk about something controversial? I don't know, man. Bomb-proof trees, right? Mm-hmm. When an atomic bomb gets dropped somewhere, it kills all the plant life in the area, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, by design. That's what bombs do. Yeah. This species of tree was the only living organism after the bombs were dropped. Wow. Their outer bark was stripped away. Their leaves and branches were stripped and killed. Something about this specific tree, it has a fireproof inner core and like a single column of like living cells existed in the center of six ginkgo trees. Mm-hmm. And in the spring after the bomb was dropped, they, they like rebutted and the trees just like came back to life. Wow, they were fine. Yeah. And apparently I looked into it a bit. These trees like almost went extinct, like at the turn of the, the era, if that makes sense. Yeah. And about like... Several thousand years yeah, ago. Yeah, like a Mesolithic or something. It's really about but, but like several thousand years ago, the area that is now central China, monks like cultivated these ginkgo trees. Mm-hmm. And they like thought that uh, like sap or like different materials from them like cured dementia and like had different health effects. But they essentially brought these trees back from the brink of extinction. Mm-hmm. And the trees are, they are resolute. They are, they are not easy to kill. They dropped an atomic bomb on them, Jake, and they're still standing. It's, it's really impressive, and I'm also a little bit curious about this sap now. You know, I don't think you have dementia, if that's what you're <laughs> Oh, I was wondering for hangovers. <laughs> no. It also, it, like, there's, like, not a lot of studies, and it's, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like classic, it's like, kind of a 1500s medicine. medicine. But I thought it was fascinating. They call it a living fossil. That's really dope. Yeah. Well, it's just a fucking fireproof tree, which is insane. It's, a, it's an atomic bomb-proof tree, Jake. You're telling me that doesn't wet your whistle? No, it, it's sweet, and it, it makes for a really good visual. You know, you imagine, like, the whole landscape is charred, and it's just the Grinko tree just hanging out. Ginkgo. <laughs> Grinko? That's something else, man. <laughs> Jesus. Ginkgo. Uh, but that's my bee fact. I really like it. it. You know, I was hoping for something that had a little more to do with bees, I can, I can tell you about apiarism. Really? Yeah. I used to keep bees as a, as a young lad. How many bees do you keep? What's with the immediate fucking how many, dissatisfaction? How many bees do you keep? You want to know how many bees were in my yeah. hive? I think yeah. we had two or three bee boxes at our peak. I don't know how many are in a hive. You want bee facts? Bees yeah. live approximately 40 days. David, I mean, I'm, I, honestly, I doubt this. This is why I'm giving you the hard time here. You want to see a photo of me? Yeah. During I want, the break? I want to see a photo of you. You want to see a photo of me as a beekeeper during the break? 
Do you ha- are you wearing the full costume? I'm wearing, I think, the hat and the arm guards. I've seen that photo, actually. You're really young in that photo. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was a young lad. You I said that at the top. That's awesome. I totally forgot about that. Okay. You got something to say to me? Or? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, pours out. <laughs> um, but quick sidebar before you go into whatever you're about to go into. Mm-hmm. Fireproof wood. We now know it exists. Bombproof wood. <laughs> wow. Enough to protect living organisms that survived and rebutted, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on what we could do if we came into a certain supply of fireproof wood? If we were smuggled out ginkgo trees yeah. from Japan? Apparently, we just played a game, quick game of chess. Uh, ginkgo, ginkgo wood is uh, used oh, to make chess, chess pieces. Boards. Okay, because they're fireproof? I don't know. Are people getting angry and lighting chess pieces on fire? I guess the thought process is if you're having a tournament, you have to leave the board where it is, and the building lights on fire. You want the, you want the board to stay there. You it's gotta like the last thing on the wreckage. Yeah. You got to protect the sanctity of the game. Um, so I actually that brings me to a story about how when we were on our fraternity um, formal, we were there during a. Oh yeah, that's unfortunate, huh? <laughs> Can't believe you guys did this. I know this story, <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've actually come around on it. Um, so there was like a board club. As during our formal, we basically just rented out a hotel or whatever, some rooms in like the conference room there, and we you know we just had food, we danced, whatever. Classic ballroom. And then everyone stayed in the hotel. But while we were there, there was a convention going on for like board, like a war games board game meetup. There's like probably like a hundred people there to like just play war. Tons games. of tables, like figurines pre-set yeah. up on these boards. And it's a big deal if you've ever played like a war game like that, like diplomacy. I mean, these games last. You know, sometimes days. I think it was like a week-long, like, convention. It's a big deal. Yeah. So, um, you know, I had heard, and David had, you know, been a part of this. I was irate at first when I heard this, that you guys had gone and, like, changed a few things on a few boards. Right? No, no, I wasn't a part of the crew that did this. I hope you don't think that. Oh, really? No, I was not one of these people. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Well, I heard two separate things. There's a the cl- little bit of tomfoolery, which is like just the classic changing position. Let's cut to the chase. Things. At the end of the night, everyone in our fraternity who each brought a guest was drunk as hell. We were causing trouble throughout the hotel. Yeah, yeah. And people wandered into this room and like flipped the table. Which is so uncool. Very uncool. But like the, the, the little classic like... You know, you move like one one place and you move something else the other way. And the next morning, they're like, did you do that? You fucking cheat. Like that, I think, is kind of funny. Yeah, moving one piece and like starting an internal war is yeah. very funny. Jake, I swear to God, if you don't stop dropping those and making noise. <laughs> is it really audible it, on here? You don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to make you listen to every single noise interruption you've made in the we past. We should make like a little montage. A lot of the time, you hit the table when you talk. Yeah, and it, you know what? Not only do you... Like I'm you a hear, regular Teddy Roosevelt, all right? I enunciate. In, yeah, in certain ways, you're a Teddy Roosevelt. In certain <laughs> ways. Uh, not only do you hear the noise of the table slam, but it shakes the entire mic arm, and you hear like a boom. Whoa. Yeah, and people don't like it. I've been getting a lot of emails. <laughs> I'm, I have our email. We haven't gotten it. I delete them as soon as I read them to protect your little heart. Wow, I really appreciate that. Yeah. So I could keep doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to... Those folks we know, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, that flip those game boards, we're coming for you. Yeah. No. I think it's an evil thing. Uh, do we want to sentence those people? Let's take a break before you tell me your fact. But, <laughs> like, what's... How many, how many minutes we're in? Ten. Oh, wow. Okay, quick break. Oh, because we have an ad. We have to do the ad. We're doing an ad today. Yeah. Which ad? We're plugging something. Okay. Uh, okay, give us a couple seconds here. 
listen to whatever the ad is. <laughs> and we'll, we'll be, be right back with Jake's special fun little fact. And welcome back, everybody. You know what? Jake and I just had a quick little chat uh, during our tiny little break here. And Jake, I see you making that tower of chess pieces. You know it's going to fall over and make noise, right? <laughs> can't help me. Can't help myself. I, I'm trying to help you. That's why I'm yelling at you on mic. Dude, it's so much fun to stack chess pieces together. Like I was saying, we had a little, uh, had a little chat during the break. And mm -hmm. I think we've decided that... Uh, Bonus episodes actually don't have ads. Yeah, we want as many people as possible to listen to our advertisements. That's our guarantee. And you know what? The bonus episodes have lesser li listenership, I imagine. Yeah, I yeah. mean, who knows? It's this is our first one. But they're sure to smash hit, Dave. It, it's meant to start the week off right. Yeah. Wednesdays are meant to give you hope in the mm -hmm. middle of the week. Spring in your step. Sundays are meant to, you know, teach you something new. We're going to fend off the scaries by doing this. Exactly. And that's exactly what you and I are doing now. Yeah. I should be working right now. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Jake, I gave you the letter P, and I don't know what yours is, but you told me I'm not going to like it. David, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about a movie that I know you have not seen. Okay. Actually, I don't know this. But, I've seen uh, a lot of movies. You've seen the movie Pixels by Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little no, bit I, about I, that. I'm, I remember when it came out, I notably didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> and not a lot of people did. I mean, it, it did okay in the box office, I found out, but uh, you know, that movie is Pretty, you know, it's a punching bag, people would say. Hmm. Um, people have described it as one of the worst movies ever made. Um, you know, bottom of the barrel. They're making fun of Adam Sandler for even coming out with it. So I decided, you know, I was going to do some research and kind of see what this movie really was about. Okay. Couldn't watch it in the short time before this, but uh, I got a little synopsis of the plot. Okay. And I think you're going to enjoy it. Hmm. So we open up in a little, in the 80s little video game tournament, right? We're talking classic arcade games? Donkey Kong. Nice. You know that dude who, who the king is Kong, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like that kind of old-style arcade machine. We're talking game glove, power glove. Yeah, like nice. everyone's super into it. Sweet. You got um, main character. He's in a tight battle with um, like his rival. His name's Eddie. So it's Adam Sandler. Tight, rival is Eddie. They're playing each other in like the world championship or something. Mm-hmm. Um, main character loses to Eddie. Um, main character has a best friend who's like, it's okay, man. Like, you know, it happens to us all. Then you cut 30 years to the future, right? That's like the initial scene. Oh, and then they shoot, they re record that championship. And then they shoot the recording in the space as like a time capsule. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the first 10 minutes. Cut to 30. Wait, 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 wait. They spend... Millions and millions of dollars shooting a capsule out into space. Yes, like you're talking about the golden record. Yeah, like the it, thing that like communicates that humans are intelligent. Like the idea is like maybe someone will find it one day. Yeah, in this movie that they recorded the video game competition and shot it in space as well. Interesting. So then you cut to 30 years later, and this is where the movie really picks up. Adam Sandler, the main character, right, is working as like a mechanic. Hmm. His best friend, you know, the one who patted him on the back, President of the United States. <laughs> Played by Kevin James, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, I think the Eddie guy is like a world famous video game player or something. Uh, I would peg that to be David Spade. Very good. I yeah. think that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. I know the formula, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Then we get like a shot of like a military base getting attacked by like the centipede monster from the video from game. From the game Centipede? Yeah. Which is, you know, you've seen the trailers for Pixels. You know what I'm talking I about. I loosely remember, it's yeah. Big giant Pac-Man. So you, yeah. I don't need to get through all that. There's a bunch of battles and stuff like that. But what happened is, is that a alien space like civilization found the capsule, right, that they shot in space and took it as like a warning, right, as like a threat to the world. And that space, alien space civilization like saw the technology of that and was like, this is how they fight. Like, this is really good. So they made weapons to attack Based Earth, on the video games of the 80s the and games. 70s? Wow. Yes. So then those things come to Earth, right? They're attacking everything. And they're like, we can't figure out how to beat them. We got to get the best 80s video game players in the world back together. So the only, <laughs> only they know their weaknesses? So it's like, imagine like the war room, right? The president is getting the briefing on this. They're talking about, like, the generals are freaking out. They're like, what do we do? And the president goes, I know just who to call to handle this. And he calls his old buddy, Adam Sandler. Thank God his best friend is the president, right? <laughs> yeah. My God. Um, and then, you know, there's heartwarming things. They team up. They destroy all the aliens. Um, but, you know, it, it's a stupid movie. They're fighting things in space. They're Galaga. Pac-Man is, like, attacking them. Whatever, right? It's supposed to be a nostalgia trip. I was reading the reviews of the movie, and none of the reviews are like, oh, it wasn't funny, or like, well, they, they were like, oh, it's like, they just said it was lowbrow. Like, this is a one out of five stars, like, pre, uh, it's like just using nostalgia to make a quick buck, like, super shallow movie, like, no depth, like, story beats are lacking. And I'm like reading this, I'm like, you guys are so pretentious. It's a fucking movie about... It's for kids, right? It's, it's for kids and dads who don't have anything to do that day. It's for uh, a dad to maybe enjoy bringing their young kid to a movie. Yeah, and get some references, right? And it's like, of course this isn't like world-class cinema. Like Adam Sandler's making fart jokes, you know? I think that's an acceptable thing to let pretty famous, already wealthy actors... He clearly wasn't doing it like for... He wasn't trying to win an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. But people are like, oh, this movie's so soulless, the cash grab, like, oh, like, there's no culture in this. This is the death of, like, real Hollywood. It's like, no, it's just a fucking stupid movie. Shitty movies have to come out every now and then. Yeah. And I'm all right with that. But here's my gripe. Mm -hmm. After hearing you describe that plot, making a, a kid movie and not, like, you know, creating an Oscar-winning film, nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. People do it all the time. Here's my issue. Originality. Oh, I didn't... I think part of the joy of it is that it's so formulaic, it's whatever. It's... But not just, like, the movie plot, but the, the entire setup and hook. Yeah. Are you familiar with the movie The Last Starfighter? No. It's, an it's a very classic movie that had the same exact premise, where this kid whose favorite game is this game called Starfighter, mm -hmm. he gets the high score, like, at the beginning of the movie. Oh, nice. And the army hires him or something? Well, he, like, gets the high score, he beats the creator's high score, he meets the creator, like, because he, like, had this big achievement, and the creator turns out to be, like, an alien who made the game to act, like see who the best like actual pilot was like VR pilot Dope. and he's like there's a war going on in, in uh, intergalactic space and yeah, now that I know that you're better than me like you're gonna be our champion and that's he, he awesome. like fights and ends this war so, that's a dope plot that's yeah, cool and it was like a seriously done film I haven't seen it in a long time I could be getting some stuff wrong but um, that like reminds me of like kind of a trope I think we all were um, kind of privy to or like we believed in when we were young playing like Call of Duty we're like this is just a way for the military to prepare us for war it's not wrong. I think that my my I think my war sense is <laughs> <Your> war sense. <laughs> you don't think that you think more tactically or at least have 
Like, it's not zero, you know? I mean, if real combat's anything like Halo Capture the Flag, I mean, I'm gonna kill it. Let's talk about basics, right? Flanking maneuvers. Yeah, I don't think sure. I would ever have any knowledge of how Any concept of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Tactical movement, Jake. You know, I just hope, you know, I, I well, saw like a Reddit post, like if, if, we ever, if we ever get like drafted and go to war, it's going to be a meme fest. It's going to be so, I mean, it's going to be terrible for sure, but it's going to be a lot of fun too. I'm, I'm hoping it's a lot like Rocket League. That like <laughs> at the point that we get drafted, all battle is done on the uh, Ooh, okay. the rocket powered battle car court. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first thing you do. Oh, dude, I love army ads. Army ads are so funny. Like on TV? Dude, yeah, they're hilarious because they're like, definitely like they're appealing to um like the our demographic right now uh-huh. and they do it through like video game references so i saw one literally like the other day i don't know do you know um like video games like overwatch or even new call of duties now um like you know apex same thing the hero shooters where you get a specific character with specific abilities yeah and they're like named something right so it's like you know the engineer is usually the dwarf who's like making turrets and stuff like mm-hmm. that the army's advertisement is like setting up the different positions in the army as like hero classes like that. Oh my god! So it's like the replenisher, and it's like the chef. And he's got like all these <laughs> knives. <laughs> that that is ridiculous. Yeah. They're they're assigning like uh, like squad roles, dude. And one is like relay, and it's like somebody who's like. He's got like headphones on and he's like trying like a communications dude. Relay is a really good nickname for the guy who does like the recon scouting and communicates to everybody else. Yeah, but he's not doing recon scouting. He's sitting in front of a computer going, okay, cool. Like I'll pass that along to the next guy. Jeez. Um, well, I'm definitely never going to watch Pixels. I'm going to watch it, but thank you for the synopsis. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually look up the cast to see if I'm dead on. Yeah, I think you I think are. Kevin James is the president and David Spade is uh, his rival. Um, you know, there's, if Kevin James is the president, um, there's a few scenes where Adam Sandler, like, is making fun of him and stuff, and the generals are like, you can't do that, it's the president. Oh, no, 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 I was dead wrong, man. Okay. Uh, and this is actually much better casting, in my opinion. His rival, Eddie Plant, paid by Peter Dinklage. No. Oh, my God, that's, like, one the one the, uh, Donkey Kong dude. They have the same face. What? The King of Kong and Peter Dinklage, they have a very similar face. You're, yeah, you're not wrong. There have been a lot of movies about people winning video game tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know what? Well, who was the president? I, it was uh, Kevin James. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I was right about that. Full cast and crew, Pixels, 2015. This came out the year I graduated high school. Wow. Hmm. There's something else I want to talk about on the podcast. Sure you don't want to save it for the main feed? No. I'm, yeah, I guess. Uh, one more quick thing. Do you know about, what's that satellite called? The ship that we sent out with that golden record, Voyager? Yeah, Voyager 2. That's out of the... Uh, yeah, it's out of the solar system. Out of the solar system, huh? Yeah. It's not crazy to think that someone's going to pick that shit up. Um, what I love about that is that it'll, it'll take like thousands of years to get anywhere. Um, but I saw a post on Reddit that is like, when, you know, whenever we get super fast, faster than light travel, and it's like not a big deal, hopefully, fingers crossed, right? And like we're going to different solar systems. I want it to be like customary that like if you're going the same direction, you slow down, you look at the Voyager 2, and you're like, yep, it's on its way. Like we sent it out, and then we like it's like a little speed bump, you know? You say hi, you go back out. Um, most likely they should just make it a traveling space station, you know? It's like a hub. You the know? Because at the at the point that we have 
faster than light travel or like and, and we can afford travel. to stop <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a refueling station you know oh that's a good point well because like well, at uh, that point we know that we don't need it to go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a traveling museum it's like mm. see there's a thing dude the gift shop there that's our million dollar we should idea. uh we should end this podcast right now and talk about opening a museum together yeah what do you want to do I don't know. No, that's that's the perfect kind of conversation for the podcast, David. Well, here's the thing: we don't have any assets to display on museum property right now, right? Do we still have the original microphones? Yeah, <laughs> that'll you're be saying, you're saying you want to make a Nutmeg Boys <laughs> podcast museum. Yeah, that would be really funny to sink a lot of our very limited funds, funds to into making a museum for a podcast that isn't that successful um i mean that speaking of marketing that would be a really funny marketing scheme where you don't like you don't have to actually buy property but you know those halloween towns they pop up for like a season mm-hmm. we do that and we like the nutmeg boys museum and it's around for like two months and then like a few news stations will pick it up because it's funny and we're like yeah it's our podcast it's our museum <laughs> right listeners are coming from far and wide <laughs> jack heineman's in every shot <laughs> That would be really <laughs> that would be great. I've come here every day for like the last two months. <laughs> it's open. <laughs> They've been closed every day. But like it's it's such an obviously bad idea that it would get attention because it's a joke. And well, that I mean, you've touched on a really important point, Jake. Namely, that false confidence and a bit of deceit at the beginning of a branding process can be really powerful. Google I, named their first building Building Forty. Oh, you know I, that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it would be funnier that we're very obviously being oh, oh, our, our podcast is huge. This oh, is a museum. The yeah. headline in the news is like two delusional men. No, yeah, we, we play it up though, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that would not work. <laughs> like pretending that it's a big deal. I would love to buy at least a doorbell that goes, nut, nut, nut. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay, well, I'm going to close it out here, Jake. I mean, it's. Wait, wait. Let's have the listeners listen as I stack. These chess pieces as high as I can go. That might just be some of the worst audio content I can imagine, but I mean, keep doing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna narrate as you do it. Okay, he's put a pawn inside of the queen, folks, and okay, and I'm fading us out, and we're done recording. <laughs>